This episode of Apple at Work is sponsored by Mosul. Managing Apple devices at work shouldn't be difficult. Mosul makes it easy. As a leader in modern MDM and security for Apple at work, Mosul offers solutions for every stage of your business. Are you just starting out? Try Mosul Business Free and receive the complete MDM feature set of Mosul Business Premium for up to 30 devices at no charge. Are you looking to address all of your Apple endpoint security needs? Mosul Fuse has you covered. The cloud native offering combines enterprise grade mobile device management, identity management, automated application installation and patching, and multi layer endpoint security. Wherever you are in your Apple device journey, Mosul is there to support you. With a focus on usability automation and the best support on the market, Mosul delivers a new approach to Apple device management that is more powerful, efficient, and affordable than legacy solutions. To learn more about Mosul, go to business.mosul.com. That's business.mosyle.com. Thanks to Mosul for sponsoring Apple at Work this week. Welcome to the latest episode of the Apple at Work podcast. My name is Bradley Chambers, your host as always. And this week, I'm going to do something a little different. I don't have a guest, and I I wanted just to kind of explain my thoughts on what I feel like really got underreported in the Apple IT community. And it was the addition of Google Workspace coming to this, you know, the way you can sync uh, to create managed Apple IDs. And... I think to really set the stage, you really have to go back to you know pre iPhone almost when when Google Apps for your domain was launched, and I think it was back in two thousand and six when it was originally launched. Again, this is this is before Google was pitching this to businesses. This is before Google Drive even existed. When Google launched Google, Google Apps for your domain, it was. You know, clearly meant to be a clear alternative to Microsoft Exchange. I mean, at the time, really every enterprise in the world that was using corporate email was using an Exchange server, and and this wasn't even like there you know there weren't really even hosted Exchange servers at the time. Like if you if you used like a like a hosted Exchange server like that, you were the exception. Um, there were some alternatives, uh, but again, they were all locally, you know, kind of managed infrastructures. Again, Curio Mail Server was one. There, there were a handful of smaller ones. And so when Google launched this, I, I was fairly new in IT at the point, and it really made a lot of sense to me in terms of why would I want to manage my own email server? And at the time that I switched the organization I was at to to using Google. You know, it became you know G Suite. You you around that time a couple of years later. I think it was twenty late late two thousand nine. Uh, but I had plans on it. You know, even before that, it really just made a lot of sense because it was like, look, why would I want to maintain this email infrastructure that that we had to manage ourselves when when Google could do it? I mean, for that organization, it was it was free. But even for you know for profit businesses, it was still relatively low cost. But at the time. Using something like G Suite or Google Workspace now, like that was the exception to the rule um, with managing your email. But really, over the last decade, it's become the the opposite. Where now, I, I, I really don't know many organizations that do manage their own email. It, there's really there's really just very little cost benefit to managing your own email infrastructure when you can again, even if you're heavily invested into Microsoft. 
it's it's honestly just much easier to pay them for Microsoft 365. It covers all of your Office licenses. There's just little reason to maintain your own infrastructure because let's be real, Microsoft does a better job at it than any of us listening. And Google's the same thing. I remember at the time we were switching, my boss at the time said, "Like, are they going to do a better job of security than you?" And you know, I think my point was like a hundred percent. Yes, they have PhD-level engineers. They will do a better job at security. And again, we know how the next decade went with mobility, iPads, you know, cloud files, Google Drive, all this stuff. And, and everybody now, like, and, and you know, no one you know, thinks about that world. But Apple really never got into that. And I, and I thought that was a mistake. And I still, I still somewhat think it was a mistake. Uh, but the mistake is, was not made this year, last year, two years ago. The mistake was made in, in 2012, 2011. There really should have been an iCloud for work, um, but it, that, that just wasn't something that Apple did. Apple was launching iCloud as a consumer service. They'd come off the mobile me fiasco. I don't think there was an appetite for anybody switching to Apple for services in the enterprise. And, and so I think where Apple is today, it makes a lot of sense to lean into this integration because if you think about the, the corporate email business, what are you after? You're after a, an X number of dollars per employee per month. That's what Microsoft's after. That's what Google's after. $8, $10, $5, it depends on your plan. Everybody wants that you know, amount per month. Well, Apple is actually still doing that. So by launching Apple Business Essentials, they're going after a different segment of the market. They're still wanting... X number of dollars per month. But it's in addition to what you're paying to Google or Microsoft for email. And by now integrating with Google Workspace, and they've already integrated with Azure AD to, to, to create these accounts, they're making it easier to use managed Apple IDs. I would argue it was there weren't a lot of reasons really before Apple Business Essentials. Like you had to use managed Apple IDs. Uh, you could do device-based app assignment for apps. And let's be real, you know, iCloud Drive was neat, but you were probably still, you, you were probably all your workflows were built into Microsoft OneDrive or Google Drive uh, because you were already using those for your email infrastructure. And so now by saying, look, we will give you this space. If you want to use it, that's great. It's storage space. But like now what Apple Business Essentials is, it's device protection. It's 24-7 support. Uh, and it works, again, with your existing email infrastructure I think I think Apple's done a nice job because again, everybody wants this is after the services revenue. Oh, Apple loves services, Google loves services, Microsoft loves services. Again, I'll reiterate: everybody wants a subscription. The subscription is kind of guaranteed revenue. You can just build on it year after year after year. You can slowly add things and charge an extra dollar here. You can raise the price here by fifty cents, and you can really improve your bottom line. And you know that's good for those businesses, but but you know, but it's also good for for us, the customers. I don't want to have to plan for a new server every three to four years. I don't want to have to reboot a server. I don't want to have to worry about email going down if the power at the office is cut. I don't want to have to think about it. And so Google, by, by you know businesses leaning into Google and Microsoft, like that's good for them. That's also good for the customers. It's a good trade-off. Like it, it, it's worth it to me to pay five dollars, eight dollars per month for for me to know email is going to work. It's just going to work. But then you start thinking, gosh, device repairs are complicated. They're expensive. Um, Apple Care can be expensive when you buy it with a device. It really adds to the cost of the hardware. It's a decision to make. 
you know, as you, if you're using like hybrid and remote teams, doing support can be tricky. So you start thinking about Apple Business Essentials. That's good for Apple. Getting your $5.99 a month, $8.99, whatever plan you're on, like that's good for Apple. That's guaranteed enterprise revenue. But, you know, I think for a lot of customers, that's a good trade-off too. It's things that they can, you know, kind of budget for and, and plan for. I've for, for 10 years now, I've been talking about businesses want operating expenses, not capital expenditures, because it's much easier to plan for things on a reoccurring basis because you can just say, look, this is a, this is a cost we have to provide these services or to get these services that our IT team rolls out. It's, it's much harder to say, hey, every third year we're going to have this big expenditure. Yeah. What if that third year uh, a pandemic happens <laughs> or economic downturn massively? It's real easy to just you know, not pay that big lump sum cost. But if you've got it built into your budget, it's a little bit easier to just stomach that cost on a month-to-month basis on a credit card you know, for whatever it employs. Um, so I think, I think Apple leading into Google is an acknowledgement that they don't play in this space. Uh, and they're probably not going to. Now, again, could Apple launch an iCloud for work with email next week? Maybe. And, you know, and they're doing that with domains and for personal iCloud. So maybe they do. But I don't think it'll ever be like aimed at, at big businesses. Much the same way I don't think it'll be, um, um, it'll be aimed at like, you know, like an Apple business essential. Is it, is it aimed at like, you know, Fortune 100s. Uh, I think it's. I think there's a lot of interesting things happening. Uh, I think it's good. Like I said, I think it's good for Apple. I think their 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 aim here is good. I think they're aiming like, look, we we want to offer the services for business. We think we're offering a good product. We're going to make it easier for business to do it. Um, again, you know, I think it's just offering a nice solution. Now, again, there is room for everybody and it's not going to be for every customer just as like there are different MDM vendors for different customers this is Apple offering a solution for a certain type of business and with integrating Google Workspace who a lot of these small businesses may already be using Google Workspace it just makes it easier to use managed Apple IDs because it's just a more seamless experience so again um, you know, I would appreciate your thoughts. Uh, you know, send me a tweet at Bradley Chambers. Would love to hear your thoughts on what you think about uh, Apple adding Google Workspace. I think it got underreported. Uh, I had it in the headline of my story, and I think it's a pretty big, pretty big deal because Apple and Google aren't necessarily friends. Um, but I think this is an acknowledgement saying that many of Apple's customers, Google, Google's customers too, and just as it's it's important for Google to make it easy to use Google Workspace on iPhone, iPad, and the Mac, it's important for Apple to. Um, Make it easy for people to use managed Apple IDs when they're using using Google. Uh, so again, I uh, want to thank our sponsor, Mosul. Uh, you heard about them at the beginning of the show, but I want to thank them for sponsoring the show. Uh, if you're uh, looking for a new MDM provider, they are a great choice to check out. Uh, but again, thanks for thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. <laughs>